Father God, thank you today for um, your breath that we breathe, for your strength that we move. It's all because of you that we live, move, and have our being. We call you Lord. We call you Lord. We call you Lord. We call you Lord. For your will is our will. Your way is our way. Um, we come to serve you. We don't call you to serve us. We come to serve you because your work is already finished. It's already done, Father. We're sitting at the right-hand side of the Father that looks at us come before you, bowing down, saying that Jesus is Lord, that you are the King of kings, and you are the Lord of lords, and let you, we let your will be done, Father. Give us a heart to, ears to hear, a heart to receive, and faith to act on what you say. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I want to talk about, I heard um, this morning, uh, Dr. Tony Evans' son, Jonathan, I think it was Jonathan, he was talking, he was coming from uh, Matthew 26, and boy, I just tell you, what he was talking, what the Lord was giving him to say, and so I'm kind of going to piggyback on what he was talking about, Matthew 26, starting at verse 6, um, it says, while Jesus was in Bethany at the house of um, Simon the leper, a woman approached him with an alabaster jar, very expensive perfume, she poured it on his head as he was reclined at the table, when the disciples saw it, they were indignant, why this said why this waste they asked this might have been sold for a greater deal given to the poor they said why this waste what is it that you feel like you, you don't have time to waste on Jesus do you feel like is that why we don't give him time because we feel like it's a waste of time why they said it was a waste they said the alabaster that very expensive oil she poured on Jesus' feet. They said it was a waste. Giving it to Jesus, putting it, spending it on Jesus was a waste. Do we consider it a waste of our time when we give God time? Do we consider that a waste? Well, I can't waste my time with Jesus. I can't waste my gift on Jesus. I can't waste any my money on God, on the things of God. That's a waste. That's a waste. They said it was a waste. They said, why this waste? What do you feel like you're wasting? What's the reason why you can't give God your time? Because do you feel like it's a waste of time to give God time? Why don't you give God your money? Do you feel like it's a waste of money to give the very God who gave you the money? The very, to give the very God who gave you breath to breathe, strength to live. It's in him and because of him that we live, move, and have our very being. They said it was a waste. I, I can't, I don't want to sing for the Lord because that's a waste. I don't want to, I don't want to waste my time going to church. I don't want to waste my time reading the Bible. I don't want to waste my time. I, I, I need to, I could be using that time to build my Yet they was around God, but they wasn't with God. They was following God, but they wasn't with God. They considered it a waste. And when we don't have time for God, we consider it a waste of time. When we don't spend time with God, we consider it a waste of time. If someone would literally say to you, I can't spend time with you because it's a waste of my time, what would that do to you? How would that make you feel? Yes, the Holy Spirit can be grieved. 
can be fixed. He said it was a waste. They said, what a waste when she poured that oil on his feet. And we too, when we don't sit at his feet, when we don't spend time with him, when we're saying this is a waste of my time, I don't have time for this. It's not that we don't have time, we just don't make time. Because we don't deem the importance of the relationship. We don't deem, we, we don't deem the importance of Jesus. He's not Lord. So as we continue to read on, but Lord, forgive us. You're not a waste of our time. Therefore, we will we will spend time with you. We will put you first as the head of our day. Not in the back of our day. Not after we finish doing everything else, Lord, but we will seek you first just as you said because you're not a waste of our time because you're the God that gives us the time so how could you how can I be wasting my time on the God who gives me the time you're not a waste you're not a waste we make time Matthew 26 and 14, or uh, 10, I'm trying to finish this, um, 
Jesus said, why are you bothering this woman? She's done a noble thing to me. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. By pouring this perfume on my body, she has prepared me for burial. Truly, I tell you, wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will also be done in memory of me. Then one of the twelve, the man, the man called Judas, soul with many sorrows that departed from the faith, chasing after riches, right? But we know who Judas was, because the Bible said he was a son of perdition already. Judas, Judas was not, um, he wasn't He wasn't a believer. He was a follower, but he wasn't a believer. <laughs> he was a spy. Some people follow you not because they're with you. Some people follow you because so they can spy on you. Judas was not, uh, I have some spies. <laughs> people, people talk, they're not really with you. They call to see what you're doing, but they don't but uh, you, uh, just because they was they was they was around him, they was with him, they followed him, but they wasn't really with him. You understand what I'm saying? They was they was just in the proximity. They was in the same location. They was in the same area. They was in the same room. They was in the temple. They were standing in the crowd. But Jesus already knew who he was. <laughs> but you know, even the wicked serves a purpose. So even though he knew who Judas was, even though he knew Judas was stealing money out of the money bag because he was a treasure, he still let him follow him because understood his purpose for being around him. How many of you know that the Lord will use your enemies to help push you into your destiny because if it had not been for the betrayal of Judas? Judas helped Jesus to get to the cross and be crucified so he could redeem our life. Saul, the Lord allowed Saul to try to kill David because, <laughs> see, Saul helped push David into his purpose. <laughs> he, he cast him out to seize him. Yeah. So Saul helped David to go move into his purpose. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to finish up here. So, so now Judas, he's in the, he was always a betrayer. He was a son of a perdition. The Bible says that there's 12 of you and one of you have, have a devil. Jesus said, what if you have a devil? <laughs> he knew he had a devil. Some of us, we got people around us and we have devils. And I know my devils. <laughs> Sometimes it's like access denied. No, you can't. I'm not going to let you in on that. Access denied. That's a sensitive area. And you know, Jesus had 12. You know, it was really more than 12 disciples, but it was 12, you know, the the ones that he discipled, the ones that he would uh, share the revelation knowledge uh, with the, of the parables. He would go deeper in details with them because they couldn't understand, like the parable story, they couldn't understand it. So Jesus took them to the side. He said, it's not given unto them for them to know. He took them to the side and he began to explain to them what the parable of the story meant. See, he, he, he lets you in. When you're a friend of God, he'll let you in on some inside secrets. Because a servant does not know what the master is doing. But a friend, he knows the master's business. So when you're a servant, you ain't going to have no inside information. You're not going to have no insight. You're not going to have a lot of revelation because you're, you're not a friend of God. Right? So how do we become a friend of God? Well, when we love God, we, we are known by God. And this is why he said to those, depart from me, you work of iniquity. I never knew you because he did not know them because they not, not did not love him because they was workers of iniquity. Because Jesus Christ, when Jesus Christ is not our Lord, we operate under the influence of the Antichrist spirit. What does Antichrist mean? It means to be a 
against God. That's another podcast, but I don't know. I'm going to go wherever the Lord leads me. But I'm talking about waste. Do you consider it a waste of time? Is that why you don't spend time with God? Now, we know we talk about it in relationships all the time about how we have to spend quality time. We call it quality time. We have to spend quality time with our spouses. We need to spend quality time with our children. We need to spend quality. Well, what about us spending quality time with our Lord and Savior? But see, but when Jesus is not our Lord, we don't see the importance of quality time. Because when we're just dating God, are we dating God or are we married to God? Are, are, we, is, are we casually dating him or are we, are we in a committed relationship with him? And I'm not just talking about going out to eat. I'm talking about, like I spoke earlier about getting in the word and spending time with him and seeking him and saying, Lord, I don't know what you mean. I don't know what this proverb means. Can you tell me what this means? Uh, you know, I think um, another reason people find it hard to read the word because they don't know where to start, right? I always tell people to start with you. Um, just start doing a, start, um, start with you. Don't start from the beginning of the Bible. No, start with you. If, if you start with Matthew, start with John. Read John. Read Proverbs. I usually tell people to start with Proverbs. Proverbs is the wisdom of God. Um, it's simple life application. You can read it and really understand that hanging with evil will become evil. Hang, bad company ruins good morals. Don't put don't sign your name on someone else's property unless you know they come back and please come back and take your stuff. You know, Proverbs is words of wisdom. It teaches us how to live everyday life. So start reading some Proverbs because the wisdom, the word of God is the wisdom of God. It's the power of God under salvation. Right? So um, I want to talk about, I'm talking about the waste. Is it a waste of time when we to give God some time? Is it a waste of time to give God, to, to give money to, to the things of God? Is it a, a waste of time to invest in the kingdom of God? Is it, a, is it a waste? Do you consider it a waste of time? Because the truth of the matter is, we give our attention to what we consider to be important. There's no condemnation there. No condemnation. So I, I want to keep on going, because now that... Um, uh, Judas, he, the, the son of prediction, you know, the one that had the devil, he's going back, he's in, he's in betrayal mode. And this is what, we all have a Judas. And so he's, he's in betrayal mode, he's ready to go, he's ready to go and tell everyone. Uh, he, he's going to the, um, almost the beginning, if I, if I turn him over to you. What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? So they weighed over uh, 30 pieces of silver for him. And from that time, he started looking for a good opportunity to betray him. How many people are looking for opportunities to betray you? Your Judas is always looking for an opportunity to betray you. What they'll do is they'll gang up with other people that they know don't like you. And they'll begin to talk about you. They'll begin to text about you. They'll begin to Snapchat about you. <laughs> because they are they, they, just, they're looking for an opportunity and the truth of the matter is they don't even know you. <laughs> I really don't too much let my Judases be too close up around me because I know who my Judases are. Um, but uh, uh, I don't really let them in on, on, on my secrets because I, I don't consider them to be my friend. Don't, don't consider your Judases to be your friend because a Judas is not your friend. Okay? Okay? A Judas is not your friend. One thing I like to tell people, I'm a truth teller, so the reason I don't have a hard time telling people the truth is because I love people for real. And when you love people for real, telling them the truth is not hard. How many of you know that? 
Okay, so now Judas is in betrayal mode because Judas is Jesus is not Judas, Lord. He cared nothing about him. So on the day of the unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus. Again, Matthew 26 and 17. On the day of uh, unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus and they, where do you want us to make preparations for the, the Passover? 18, it says, go into the city, a certain man, he said, and tell him, the teacher says, my time is near. I'm celebrating the Passover at your place with my disciples. And so the disciples did as Jesus directed them. When evening came, he was reclining at the table with the twelve. While they were eating, he said, Truly, I tell you that one of you will betray me. <laughs> See, Jesus, he, he already knew what was with him. You need to know who you're running with. You need to know, because everybody that's with you ain't with you, and everybody's following you ain't with you. Okay, so well, this is why we have to be able to discern so we can know what. what and just, I like to tell people, just because I ain't saying that, don't mean I don't mean it. Okay? But it's all part of the preparation. It's just all part of the preparation, right? So here he says, uh, truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. Um, deeply distressed, uh, each one began to say to him, surely not I, Lord, he replied. So his disciples began to say, listen to what the disciples said. Matthew 26, 23, it says they was deeply stressed. His disciples were. And he said, each one of them began to say to him, surely not I, Lord. They called him Lord. Surely not I, Lord. Every spirit that confessed Jesus Christ is Lord. Is the right spirit, right? He, he said, Try, don't believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see if the spirit is of God. And every spirit that confessed Jesus is Lord. That's a, that's a right spirit. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ is Lord is the Antichrist spirit. So really, um, it's not just in saying why do you call me Lord, Lord, if you don't do what I say? So when Jesus is our Lord, we do what he say. When Jesus is not our Lord, we do what we want to do. And that, <laughs> there is no condemnation. But we have to get the God honest truth because the end is near. And we're going to have to draw a sand and a line in the sand. And we're going to have to uh, make a decision and not be compromised and not be lukewarm. But we're going to have to tell people the God honest truth. And the God honest truth is not what you unless what you believe is what God believes. Our opinion must be God's opinion because when our opinion is God's opinion, then that's when we can tell people that God honest truth. And when you love people for real, tell them the truth is not ours. Okay? Because your, your agenda is God. You're telling them that because you love them. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the people is the kiss of an enemy. I'm not the one that's going to tell you you're all right when you're all wrong. That's not me because that's not love. Uh, when people tell you you are right or you are wrong, you've been kissed by the enemy. That's a deceitful thing. And people do that because they have a hidden agenda. They don't want to make you mad because they want something from you. If I make them mad, they're going to quit helping me. If I make them mad, they, they're going to quit talking to me. If I make them mad, this is not about us. As disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, we're called to live to tell the truth. We're ambassadors of Christ, ministers of reconciliation. We're called to live Christ life. Okay, I'm trying to hurry up here so I can finish. I don't want to be too long. It says, uh, but notice they said they call him Lord. Um, his disciples, Matthew 20, I'm going somewhere. Matthew 26 and 22. Uh, deeply distressed, each one began to say to him, surely not I, Lord. 23 says, he replied, the one who dips his hand with me in the bowl, he will betray me. The son of man will go just as it is written about him. But woe to that man by whom the son of man is betrayed. 
It would have been better for him if he had not been born. Judas, his betrayer, replied, Listen, surely not I, Rabbi. Now notice, the other disciples said, Lord, but Judas said, Rabbi. Okay, you know why Judas said, Rabbi? Because Jesus was not his Lord. Because Judas wasn't saved. <laughs> Jesus was not Judas' Lord. The other disciples said, Surely not I, Lord. Matthew 26, 22. He, he said, surely not I, Lord. But Judas said in 20, verse 25, replied, surely not I, Rabbi. He called him a teacher. But the other disciples, the other 11 disciples, they called him Lord. Because any spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is Lord, that's the right spirit. Any spirit that does not confess Jesus Christ is Lord is Antichrist. So he was not a Lord to him. He did, he did not, again, he did what he really, he did what he wanted to do. He was stealing uh, the treasure. He was the money. He was the treasure. He was stealing out the money bag. He was doing. He was. But 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 if you if you looked on the outside, you would think that he was with Jesus because he was he was following Jesus. But for real, he wasn't with God. He, he was going to church and he was attending all service and he was even praising him, but not as Lord. But he was just going along with the motion because that was part of his own hidden agenda. That was part of his mission. But for real, he was following God. But for real, he wasn't with him. And you have people following you that's not really with you. And they don't care nothing about your God and they don't want your God. So Judas was following. Judas called him rabbi, but the disciples called him Lord. And now we understand why he was able to uh, betray him because he wasn't he wasn't a believer. He wasn't. He just hung out with him and he stole money from him. <laughs> but we, he knew because he was the son of prediction, right? As they was eating, Jesus took bread, blessed, broke it, and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body that you're doing um, communion. Then he drank, okay. And so, um, that's what I dropped in the thing. What do you feel like? Do you feel like it's a waste? Do you feel like it's a waste of time? When Jesus is our Lord, we do what he says. When Jesus is not our Lord, we do what we want. why do you call me Lord and don't do what I say? Because he who, who's born of God don't keep on sinning. What do you mean? Because when you're saved for real, you got the seed of God. You got the spirit. The, the seed is within itself and it produces after its own kind. When we accept Jesus Christ the same way the spirit, the, the, uh, the seed is within itself, his spirit comes on the inside of us and we become born again believers. Ezekiel said he takes this stony heart out and he gives us a heart of flesh. When I have the heart of God, I'm going to want to do the things of God. The seed is within himself. Jesus tells us, if we say that we have fellowship with him in John, yet but continue to walk in darkness, we are liars. The truth is not in us. This is, this is what he's saying. We're talking about a lifestyle. When I'm living a lifestyle of sin, I'm not talking about being religious. Just because I went to church, just because I got baptized as a child, that don't make me, that don't make me a believer. Believers believe. And believers live according to the word of God. When Jesus Christ is our Lord, is Jesus your Lord? Jesus was not Judas' Lord. And this is why he did what he wanted to do. And this is how he lived the way he wanted to live. And this is why it was a waste of time. When Jesus Christ is not our Lord, it's a waste of time. This is a waste of my time. If it don't make money, it don't make sense, I heard someone say. But you know what? If it don't, if it don't glorify God, it don't make no sense. Because it's the only thing that we do for the Lord Jesus Christ that's going to last. Because 
life does not consist in the abundance of all these things. This is why Jesus is saying, I need you to put me first. We get to sit in some waste of time to go to church on, on Sunday, even though he tells us not to say, to say not the assembling of ourselves together. We consider that a waste of time. I don't got time for that. I got to do this first, Lord. I don't have time for you. The rich young ruler couldn't follow Christ because he was so tied up in his life and his, and his riches. He loved money. He loved mammon more than he loved God. And he turned away and said, listen, listen now, I've kept all your rules from a child up. I kept all the commandments. And Jesus said, okay, well, go and sell everything. Okay, so he done kept all the rules. Now, uh, now I'm finna, I'm, I'm, I'm finna tap into his God because I know what his God is. Jesus said, "No man can serve God and man." Man, either Jesus is our Lord or our resources is our Lord. Those are the two gods of this world. We can't. He said, "It's, it's, it's easier for a camel to go through a needle, an eye of a needle, than a rich man to go into heaven." Why is Jesus Christ our Lord? Would you give it all up for God? If that's what he said. The rich young ruler, he went away very sad because he. And you see, the money was his God. I can't, I can't, I, I can keep the rules. I can do what you say, but I don't, I don't really want no real relationship with you. I mean, I'm not, in, I'm not riding with you like that. I'm not that, because you know, where a man's treasure is, that's where his heart is, right? A person who will share his love with you is a person who loves you. When Jonathan met David, it says God had knitted their hearts together in First Samuel 17. Taught on this the other day on friendship. Go back and listen to my podcast on friendship. We need to know are we a friend of God? Because when we're not a friend of God, I can't be a friend of yours if I'm not a friend of God, not no true friend. Okay. So let me let me I'm trying to stick with this. But it says that when Jonathan met David, God had knitted his heart together with him. And he began, uh, um, he be, he loved him instantly. And he began to share, he took off his robe and gave it to David. He began to share with David. Because that's what love is. See, love is an action word, and you'll know if you love someone by share if you share if you share your money with them. Because <laughs> see, we either serve God and mammon. Jesus said, "No man can serve God and mammon." There's a thing called the deceitfulness of the world, the de- the cares of the world, and the deceitfulness of riches. These are the th- ways. These are doors of access. These are the ways. Two of the ways that the devil come to steal the word, according to the parable of the sower. Says immediately after the seed is sown, Satan comes to steal the word. Um, because of the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches, he's able to steal the word from our hearts. So either we serve either who you walking with. We either walk we're walking with Jesus or we our faith is in Jesus or our faith is in our finances. This is why he's saying, Love not the world nor the things of the world, because if we love the world, the love of the Father's not in us. So is it a waste of your time? I'm trying to stick. I just want to go where God wants me to go. Is it a waste of your time to spend time with God? Is it a, he would tell the disciples, listen, can you just come and pray with me for one hour? I just, all I need is an hour. Can you just, and he'd come back and they'd be asleep. <laughs> can you, can you just, can you, can you just carry with, can I have one hour out of the day that I get? Can I just have one hour? Can, can, can you just give me just attention, your undivided attention for one hour? That's all I'm asking for. Just an hour. Can can you spend time with me? Can you shut off the YouTubes? Can you shut off the preachers? Can you shut off all the outside chatter? And can you just be still and get in the word and just fellowship and stuff and praise and worship? You know, go back to my uh, rekindling your love relationship with God. That's a, a podcast. Um, 
I'm getting ready to end it here, guys. Guys, but when Jesus Christ is not our Lord, I I, I don't have time for you. I have time for my kids. I have time for the soccer game. I have time for the football game. I even have time for my husband, but I ain't got no time for God. Lord Jesus, I have time for everybody except Him. There's no condemnation. But Father God, I ask that You convict them, that You convince us, because You chastise those that You love. And Holy Spirit, You said that no man can come unto the Father except You draw them. So Father, I ask that as this word go forth, it will not return unto You void, but it will just draw us. If those that are backslidden, those who have gone away, those who have gone astray, those who no longer love you, those who no longer have a desire for you, those who no longer have a hunger for you, for the word of God, for the will of God, for the way of God, we must decrease. The reason we're losing our hunger for God, the reason we don't have a, fire, a desire for God, and I'm not talking about listening to uh, Bluetooth preachers and stuff. We need to do that. We need all of that. Okay? We need it all. But if that's my only fellowship with the Lord, that's that's not that's not enough. God is a spirit, and those that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. We can't substitute the things. Uh, nothing or nobody can help me to get a personal, a close relationship with God. They can teach me and they can tell me stuff. But when you turn that TV off and you turn that pastor off, you're going. We're going to have to do whatever it was he said. The purpose of it all is to instruct us and to teach us. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many hallelujahs I give. It doesn't matter how many shouts I say. At the end of the day, it's going. what it's going to boil down to is, if I believe what it's saying, I'm going to act on what it's saying. If not, I'm going to walk away very sad, just like the rich young ruler, going right back to my same, serving my same God. Jesus said, he told him, he said, come follow me. He said, I got to go back and bury my father first. He said, go let the dead bury the dead. What's our excuse for not running in behind Jesus? What's our excuse for not pursuing this word of God? Yes, yes, yes. Time is at hand. Time is near. And we will definitely have to pick a side because he's going to come like a thief in the night. Will you be ready? Have you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ? I'm not talking about getting saved when, when you was a child and getting water baptized when you was a child. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about do you have, uh, is Jesus Christ your Lord? Because when he's your Lord, you do what he says. I'm not talking about religion. I'm not saying keeping the, keeping the law like the rich young ruler because the, the rich young ruler knew the word and he kept the laws, but he didn't have a relationship with the God who spoke the word. You can know the word and not have a relationship with the God who spoke the word. And this is what I'm talking about. Will you give it up for God? Will you, will you decrease so he can increase? Will you give up your way? Because some of you are just wrestling, and some of you don't like listening to this podcast because it causes you to wrestle. <laughs> it causes you because it goes on the inside. I'm not. I'm not surface. That's not because I know that that the outward manifestations are coming from what's on the inside of our heart. Jesus said, "Inside the abundance of a man's heart, that his mouth speak." Also, he said, "Guard your heart." Proverbs 4.22, because it's out of the abundance of your heart, because um, out of it flows the issues of life. So the issues that are in our life is coming from what's inside. So if you want to know what's in your heart, listen to what's coming out your mouth. And and our mind, body is doing what the mind is telling it to, so we have to renew our mind to change our behavior. I'm talking about putting on the mind of Christ. I'm not talking about mind over matter. That's new age. I'm talking about putting on the mind of Christ so we can think like Christ, so we can act like Christ, so we can live Christ's life as ambassadors of Jesus Christ. We're walking epistles. We're his example in the earth. And some people, the only Bible they're going to read and the only Bible they're going to see is your life. The lifestyle you live. 
stuff that will be the thing that will convince some people that they need the God that you serve. I know that happened to me when I saw my mom. She had a Damascus Street experience. She got saved for real. And that's how I knew God was real. It wasn't when she was preaching a bunch of Bible verses. It was the lifestyle that she lived to let me know that God was real. I'm getting ready to end it here. Is it a waste? Is it a waste of your time to give God some time? Is it a waste? Is it a waste of your money to give things to the people?